0: Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories.
1: <sighs> <laughs> now can you see it? I see it.
2: It was no jewel. It was one of the stones that made up the floor, plain and dank as the rest, and unshaped like a rough paving slab. Yet Ged felt the power of it, as if it spoke to him aloud. It was a very ancient thing. An old and terrible spirit was prisoned in that block of stone. That's the Terranon.
3: How can you speak of it so lightly? Tell me its powers.
1: It's very old. If you lay your hand on it and ask it a question, it will answer. It told of your coming long before you came to this land. Will you ask a question of it now?
3: No. No
1: will answer you.
3: There is no question I would ask it.
1: It might tell you how you will defeat your enemy. Ask it. No. Are you afraid of it? Yes. Sparrowhawk, you are not afraid.
3: My lady, that stone can work great
1: evil. (laughs) I've touched it. I've spoken to it and heard it answer. It does me no harm. My guest, my friend, you have nothing to fear. A weaker man would. Not you. I don't understand. My husband, Benderesk, is lord and inheritor of the Terranon. It has great powers, far beyond the answering of (laughs) questions. But he cannot use the thing, he cannot make it serve his will, nor can I, alone or with him. Only one man has both the skill and the power.
3: You. How do you know that?
1: The stone told me. It knows its master. It told me of you, and I sent the messenger who found you and told you to journey here. A
3: stranger of Orami? You sent him?
1: The stone needed you. I need you. The man who can make the Terranon do what he wills has great power. He has the strength to crush any enemy. He has foresight, knowledge, wealth, dominion, and a wizardry that could humble the archmage himself. All that is yours for the asking. Sir, it...
3: The old powers of Earth are not for us to use. They work only ruin.
1: The creature that hunts you. The Terranon has power a hundred times greater. It will defeat it for you. You shall be saved. No. You will be mightier than all men. A king. You will rule the world and I will rule with you. No!
4: No! Can't you see? The stone's enslaved you. It controls your
5: mind. No! I told you... Oh, Lord Benderesk! I told you he'd slip from your hands. They're clever fools, these gauntish sorcerers. And you're a fool too, thinking to trick both him and me and use the Terranon for your own ends. My lord! But I am the lord of the stone, and by the stone I shall punish you.
1: He's summoning the servants of the stone. They'll kill us both.
4: You lured me here to uh, save me from the shadow
5: just to use me. Come on. Ah, oh, Perinon, Mikarov, Perinon, Comas,
2: Seizing Ged's hand, Seret ran with him through the passages and halls, up the long, twisted stairs. They came out into the courtyard, where a last silvery daylight still hung above the soiled, trodden snow.
1: The servants of the stone are terrible. We must get outside the court. Why
4: are you trying to save me? I
1: can't stand up to him on my own. He's hidden the gate. He's put a charm on it. Where is it? Over there. Come
2: on. As Ged led the woman through the gate of the Wall of Spells and onto the drear light of the moors, she changed. She was not less beautiful, but there was a fierce witch look to her beauty.
1: I know you.
3: I know you now. You're the girl who laughed at me in the meadow by Okeon's house. You're the one I tried to impress by raising a spirit from the dead. You're the one who made me loose the shadow.
1: Forget your shadow! What is it now? What have you found? Be silent, witch!
2: Ged stooped to the small dark thing half buried in the snow and softly picked it up. i have forgotten
4: that you're doing too I
2: forgot you forgive me it was the otak its fine short fur was all clogged with blood and its small body was light and stiff in his hands
3: you tried to protect me didn't you you stayed here behind me and tried to fend off the shadow
4: you gave your life for mine
1: thank you my friend The stone. Hmm? Save yourself, fool! Half
2: glow! With that quick gasped spell, Sarah shrank into a grey guy and flew. For the first time, Gabe looked up. From slit windows in the tower behind them were issuing false botched beasts, belonging to ages before bird or dragon or man. Enough!
4: I will have no more tricks and traps! I will be hunted down no more! Stafur! Lima fur.
2: Suddenly, Ged held a great staff, a wizard's staff in his hand, and it blazed with a pure white mage fire that does not burn, but drives away the dark.
6: Back! Back
2: from
4: the light! If it's blood you want, follow that gull! I will be hunted no more!
2: As he had done once before on the Isle of the Wise, Ged took the shape of a great hawk. On barred sharp wings he sped, knowing neither why nor where. Falcon-winged and falcon-mad, he flew like an unfalling arrow, like an unforgotten thought, over the oskill sea and eastward into the wind of winter and the night.
5: Vaidi riddich, gormod loyuron Milantis, Riddich. Ged. <laughs> Welcome,
2: land. For too long, Ged had worn the falcon's wings and looked through the falcon's eyes, and very few there were who could have made him back into a man. Ged had flown to the right haven.
5: I've come back to you as I left you. A fool. I have no strength against the thing. You had strength enough to outspell the lord of the Terranon in his own domain. At Pendor, you had strength enough to stand up to a dragon. In
3: Oscul, I had luck, not strength, and I knew the dragon's name. The shadow that hunts me has no name.
5: All things have a name. I don't think it'll stop and tell it to me. No. Nor have you stopped and told it your name. Yet it knew it. It is strange. is there any
3: place i'm safe none none you knew
5: yes but to hear it from you
3: it's hard it hunts me but it will do harm to anyone in its path i'm a danger to everyone yes i'll not put you in peril i must leave here (laughs) i don't know where i should go and nor do i
5: yet i have an idea of what you should do what you must turn around turn around If you keep running, you'll meet nothing but danger and evil, for the shadow drives you. It chooses the way you go. Then... You must choose. You must seek what seeks you. You must hunt the hunter.
3: I've walked with great wizards and lived on the Isle of the Wise.
5: But you are my true master, Okeon. Good. Now you know it. Better now than never. But you will be my master in the end. My house is yours for as long as you want it.
2: Good night, my son. In the cold dawn of the next day, when Ogian woke, Ged was gone. He had left in wizardly fashion, A message of silver-scrawled runes that faded even as Ogion looked at them.
5: Master, I go hunting. Oh, my young falcon, fly well.
3: miss me not here or do you fear the sea evil is of the earth death is a dry land i know it i've been there and returned
4: come face me what do you wait for come on i'm here i get the spatterhawk i summon my shadow So you've done with borrowed bodies, have you? Is that your true form? Ha! Huh? Ha! Is this the fearsome hunter? This ill-made thing?
2: Vindur! It was the spell of the mage wind, and Ged's boat leapt across the grey waves, swift and true and straight at the shadow.
4: Bindur! Vindur! Vindur! Vindur!
2: ...and the shadow turned and fled. For a long time, man and prey held their weird fleet course. Fog thickened, boiling and tattering where it met the spell wind, ...and closed down all around the boat. And the day was darkening fast. Ged did not care. Through night, as through day, he hunted. When the light began to come again, the fog had gone. And so, too, had the Shadow. Ged was alone.
4: Well, Shadow, I hear the sound of sea against rock. Is it illusion or truth?
3: If it's real, why
4: do I fear it?
3: And if it's not, how can it harm me? (laughs) Why should I be afraid of a bare mountain in the middle of the
4: sea? No reason. Vindur!
2: It was not a bare mountain. It was split into many long fissures, sheer, narrow, and dark. And at the mouth of each fissure, the sea, confined and restless, crashed against the stone cliff walls, as if eager to destroy them.
4: There have no power as great as this! This place is real! Did I drive you here, or did you draw me? Are you waiting there, deep in the darkness? Well, ready yourself, Shadow! My days of flight are done!
2: Ged guided his fragile boat through the surf and down a passageway no wider than two galleys, stem to stern. As he went on, the sea lane narrowed, the cliffs loomed ever higher, and the light grew weak. At last, he reached a point where he could go no further. Everything was deathly still. So...
4: is a trap (laughs) Where are you Shadow Where are you lurking In the tree roots In the rocks Out on the water Or is this some new trick
2: The Shadow was with him in the boat
4: (laughs) I held you on Roke I hold you now
2: and I... Ah! Icy cold filled Ged, and pain ran up his arms and into his breast. And then suddenly, in his hands that had held the shadow, there was nothing.
4: <sighs> <sighs> so it's a chase no longer. You can't escape me! And I can't escape you. No more hunting, no more fear. When the time and place are right, we shall meet again. Oh, oh
3: God. Well, Master Ogyon. now I know what I must do. My task is not to undo what I did. It's to finish what I began.
2: And so began a long and a weary time. Homeless and friendless and fearful, Ged sailed. Isolated and alone, he wandered from isle to isle, searching for a place he did not know and an enemy he could not name.
0: There you are,
7: sir. Thank you. If you'll take a word of advice, my lord. I might. Here in Ephes, we've already got a wizard, trained on the Isle of the Wise and given his staff by the archmage himself, and he lives right here in the town.
3: You think I should seek out his company?
7: Well, my lord, we have a saying in these parts. Two staffs in one town must come to blows. A wise saying, don't you think, sir? You want sir? me to leave? Oh, no, I didn't say that.
3: Well, I'm not exactly welcome here. Well,
7: say, if I'm to speak plain... Go on. It's just that, well, there's something about you. Like a cold wind through a violet room, or some black bird blown in by a storm from foreign lands. You wanted me to be plain, sir.
3: You tell me nothing I don't already know, innkeeper. Well, I must go where I'm bound. I'll be here only one night. And you'll
5: be rid of me. <laughs>
2: Ged left the warmth of the tavern, and idled about the byways of the town, watching the people hurrying to their homes through the dying day. And at last, after all his weeks and months of loneliness, in the final glimmerings of the wintry twilight, he saw a face he knew.
4: Vetch? Vetch, my friend! <gasps> so you're the great wizard! Get back! What? Yarrow, keep behind me. Who is it? Behind me! Veg, what's wrong with you? Get back, I say. My staff protects us. Don't you know me, Veg?
7: Yes, I know you.
4: Yarrow, stay back. Make no sudden move. What's the matter with you? And speak no word.
7: What is my name?
3: Estario. Oh...
7: Yet. What, what a sorry greeting I gave you. Oh, no matter, but why? Oh, later, later. This is Yarrow, my sister.
6: Hello. C-
7: come home with us.
3: <laughs> oh, that was the best food I've tasted for a long while. Thank you, Yarrow. Lord
6: Wizard. Have you finished, brother? I'll tidy away.
7: Oh, leave the things. I'll see to them later. Oh, you'll
6: leave them there till they take
7: root, you know.
6: <laughs> no, I'll do it. I think you two have much to talk about. Uh. Lord Sparrow.
3: <laughs> yes, Yarrow.
6: My brother has often told me of you and of the faithful pet you had, the wild thing, the otak. Do you have it still?
3: No, Yarrow, yeah, no, no longer.
6: Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll leave you now.
3: Good food, friends, warmth, and laughter. This is how a man should live.
7: Well, it's one way. There are others. Look, before you tell me your tale, I owe you an apology. No! And an explanation, no, no. I think. <laughs> Three days ago, I saw you. That is, I saw a vision of you, or an imitation of you. Or perhaps simply a man who looked like you. I called out to him, and I got no answer. I walked after him, followed him round a bend in the road, and...
3: And there was no one
7: there. How did you know?
3: I've heard the tale before on the last three islands I put into. Did you feel anything?
7: Cold. Great cold. And evil. And...
3: then it's true the shadow has found a new shape
7: so that's what it was I wondered and tonight when I saw you you thought it had returned yes
3: well my friend this is I myself and your face and your strength are as great a comfort to me as anything I've ever known but now I owe you a tale in return and it's a long tale and a grim one
7: even the grimmest stories have to end
3: yes so they do but where
7: and when
2: in the flickering firelight With the blackness of the night growing deeper outside, Ged told his friend everything. And when he had finished, Vetch said simply...
7: I'll go with you, Ged. No, no, Estario. I think I will. Look, it's your quest and I can't take it from you. But if the quest fails, if the shadow escapes you, shouldn't there be someone else there to bring a warning back? And if I defeat it? Well, then, you'll need someone to bear witness of the deed. Vetch, I... Well, how sh- else can it be known and sung? No, I shall go with you.
2: And so it proved. While Vetch settled what affairs he must before leaving Ifish, Yarrow soon lost her awe of Ged, being in her own house and mistress of it. She asked him many questions about the world and what was in it, and about the powers that he and her brother shared.
6: Vetch won't tell me anything...
2: He thinks I'm stupid.
3: Such things are not to be spoken of lightly.
6: No, I suppose not. He did once say that light is one of the great powers of the world. That's true. Then tell me just this. If it's not a great secret, what are the other powers? It's
3: no secret. All power is one, I think. Years and distances, stars and candles, water and wind and wizardry. The craft in a man's hand and the wisdom in a tree's roots, they all arise together. My name and yours and the true name of the sun or a spring of water. What an unborn child. They're all syllables of the great word. The word that's spoken by the shining of the stars. There's no other power. No other name.
6: And what of death?
3: For a word to be spoken, there must be silence. Before and after. I've no right to speak of these things, though. The word that was mine to say I said wrong. Maybe there's no true power but the dark.
6: I don't believe that, but I think...
3: What do you think, Yarrow?
6: I think that this voyage leads you to your death, and you know it, and fear it, but you still go on.
2: To these words Ged made no reply, and Yarrow's young eyes filled with tears. At sunrise of the next day, the two young men set forth, raising a brown, strong-woven sail to the north wind. On the dock, Yarrow stood and watched them go, as sailors' wives and sisters stand on the shores of all Earthsea, watching their men set sail.
7: Well, my friend, the harbour is behind us. What lies in front? I don't know, but I know this.
3: From here onward all events are perilous and no acts are meaningless. Say no word carelessly. Shall I raise the mage wind to speed our path? No, we go now to the place where light and darkness meet. The least spell might change chance and move the balance of good and ill. I'll
7: hoist the sail. What lands lie ahead on this course? Due south, no lands at all. Southeast very little. Gosk and then Nastowel, last land men call it. Sailors say there are stars to be seen from there that have never been named. I'd like to see those stars. <laughs> I wouldn't. Give me the land and landfolk, the sea in its bed, and I in mine. Oh, there are so many things I haven't
3: seen. Whales in the northern seas, Havnor at the world's heart, the great ice flows. But I can't. I must go where I'm bound to go. I traded all the sunlight and the cities and the distant lands for a handful of power, for a shadow. Dark. Do we head southwester? No. Southeast is our course. That's where the final meeting must be. Last Land?
4: Beyond.
2: For days and nights of sailing, Ged steered the boat with an unswerving hand to a destination that he alone could know. They came to Last Land and stayed there one night. Then they set sail eastward into the open sea.
3: Estario. We are coming very near.
2: That night, Ged did not sleep, for he could not in the dark. Nor would he sleep when the day came. He stayed forward in the boat, looking ahead as he had always done.
7: What do you see, my friend? I see only the ocean. The whole world could be one sea, no land at all. I see only the ocean, but I think you see much more. (gasps) Ged, what is it? Norvindur, Passina. Ged, my friend.
3: This is the place. It waits for me here.
7: Yeah, in the middle of the open sea. Look again. Oh, illusion. It must be illusion to make the open sea seem land. Uh- this is the
3: place. Stay here, Stario. Stay here.
4: Stay <laughs> here.
2: This is my quest.
4: Get, no! You'll drown! This land isn't real! The sea!
2: But for Ged, there was no sea anymore. and he strode forward away from the boat. His staff began to shine with a clear white glow that grew so bright that it reddened his fingers where they held the radiant wood.
4: Ged! Ged!
2: To Vetch watching, the light Ged bore was like a great slow star that moved through the darkness. And the darkness about it, thickened, blackened, drew together. This also Ged saw, but after a while he also saw, at the faint, outermost edge of the light, a shadow that came towards him over the sand.
4: So you have come. Um... Yes. Yes. You no longer take my shape. I guess. This one, perhaps. Father? No! Then this, goat to Or this. Or this. Or this. Illusions! Tricks! Take your own shape! Back from my staff! I fear you no more! I know now what you are! I know your name! Say it!
3: You are myself. You are my own. Death,
4: you are Ged.
2: Ged dropped his staff, reached out his hands and took hold of his shadow, of the black shadow of his own death that reached out to him in the deep gloom. Light and darkness met, and joy... With the glory of daylight and the bitter taste of salt, the world was restored.
4: No!
7: No! Come Come
4: <laughs> oh. oh. It's done. It's done. <laughs> it's over. I am whole. I'm free!
7: In the creation of air,
6: which is the oldest song, it is said, Only in silence the word, Only
7: in dark the light,
6: Only in dying life.
3: Bright the hawk's flight on the empty sky.
2: No men have ever returned from as far out on the open sea as did the young wizards, Astariol and Ged. They came into harbour on a still dark evening before snow. They tied up the boat that had borne them to the coasts of death's kingdom and back, and they went up through the narrow streets to the wizard's house. Their hearts were very light as they entered into the firelight and warmth under that roof and Yarrow ran to meet them, crying with joy.
0: In A Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula Le Guin, the narrator was Judy Dench, and Ged was played by Michael Maloney. Richard Johnson was the Dragon of Pendor, and Emma Fielding, Lady Serret. Ogion was played by Johan Meredith, Vetch by Robert Harper, Jasper by Chris Pavlo, and Archmage Nemely by Sean Baker. Anne Beach was the witch, Abigail Docherty Yarrow, Keith Drinkle Pechvari, Jonathan Adams, Lord Benderisk, Christopher Scott, Archmage Gensher, Kim Wall, Master Herbal, and Colleen Prendergast, Jorgen. Young Ged was Mark Burrows, and Yoeth, Tom Felton. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Music was by David Chilton and Nick Russell-Pavia, and technical presentation was by Richard Beadsmore, Anne Bunting, and Hilary Carruthers. The production assistant was Fenella Capadia. A Wizard of Earthsea was dramatized by Bert Kools and directed by Janet Whitaker. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another Amazing story.